Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people... It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball. From growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the best of the Ben Maller Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 2 to 6 Eastern 11 p.m. to 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And to find your local station for the Ben Mather Show at foxsportsradio.com, you can find it there. Or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of the Ben Mather Show on Fox Sports Radio. The Cowboys knocked off the horse, if you will. Welcome. Come in the beginning of another hour of the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere, just ordinary people. We serve a word salad of nonsense coast to coast, border to border, and beyond on the vast and gigantically powerful microphones of FSR emanating live from the skull, the skullduggery. Of Jock Talk as we are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there in unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. And our lead this hour coming from 
where the Buffalo roam in a game that had been hyped up. Big game over there at CBS. Uh, Western New York we go. The Buffalo Bills. The Bills looking to work their way back into the AFC playoff picture after taking some terrible losses earlier this year. Now, they won a game they weren't supposed to win, beating Kansas City, thanks to some help from the referees. And uh, now, now, here they had an opportunity to take down the big, bad Dallas Cowboys in this game. Did you watch this game? Maybe not. Maybe you were not watching. Maybe you are doing something else. So in this particular matchup, the Cowboys and the Buffalo Bills, the star of the show, was it Josh Allen? No. Was it Dak Prescott? Absolutely not. James Bleepin' Cook. Who? James Cook ran for a career-high 179 yards on the ground. Rumbling and stumbling, scored twice, and Buffalo dominated the game on the ground, and the Bills beat Dallas to a pulp, 31-10. The final, the Cowboys' five-game winning streak. na 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 Goodbye. No more five-game winning streak. Now, Josh Allen did nothing, did nothing for Buffalo. He had 94 yards passing. That's it. The Bills get their eighth win. They're eight and six. They win consecutive games for the first time since their last winning streak, three-game winning streak, ended back on October 1st, a month before Halloween. Buffalo did gain some ground, although not enough. The Bills gaining some ground in the AFC playoff race. They move one game ahead of Denver, who lost and got smacked by the Lions over the weekend, and Pittsburgh. And the problem is the top seven teams get in. Buffalo still outside. They're number nine, even though they've got that eight and six record. Uh, nothing else to talk about before we get to the Bills. I mean, we'll talk about the Bills plenty, but we're, we're going to start with the, the the better story, which is in the losing locker room. The Dallas side of things, the Cowboys fall a game behind the 49ers for the top record in the NFC. You also have Philadelphia who plays Monday night football against Seattle. But the better story is on that Cowboys side of things. So let us discuss the question, what does this loss do to the resume of Dak Prescott and the Cowboys? Not just a loss, they were run off the field by the Buffalo uh, Buffalo Bills. So what do you, what do you do here if you're you're looking objectively at the Dallas Cowboys? What does this loss do to the resume of Dak Prescott and the Cowboys? So I've got Rolex, Poltergeist, and Schnazola, and we will combine all of these things together, and uh, we are going to make the Baba Ganoush. Why not? We'll make the Baba Ganoush. We haven't made that that often, so we'll make some Baba Ganoush now. Number one. Number one. Starting a new week. So number one. Yeah. So this performance by the Dallas Cowboys and Dak Prescott gives credence to the argument that has been made by many wise pundits that the Dallas Cowboys are the same old Dallas Cowboys. That they've got the nice record, just like in years past, but they're phony. They're phony. It wasn't even that cold in Buffalo. The argument would be, hey, it was terrible weather day. We've seen bad weather at Bills games. This was not, by Buffalo standards, this was mild. 
This was mild. The conditions were mild in this game. And so the Cowboys have a sexy 10 and 4 record. Wee! 10 and 4. Woohoo! But they're not as good as their record. They're simply not as good as their record. And you take the magnifying glass out and you analyze the Cowboys, and it's like examining a Rolex watch. And there's a lot of fake Rolex watches out there all over the place, right? Um, a fake Rolex looks really good from a distance. But you get a little bit closer and you start to notice the imperfections with the fake Rolex. And I'm not a wash person, but uh, I'm told that a Rolex does not make a sound. But a fake Rolex will, will make a ticking sound. But a real Rolex doesn't make any sound. That's one example. The Cowboys are ticking. They're not the real McCoy, right? They're not the real Rolex. They're tick, 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 tick. Uh, also, a, a Rolex supposed to be heavy and solid, right? The, the Cowboys are not heavy and solid. The, the Cowboys are light and flimsy. Like a fake Rolex. That's the Cowboys. Uh, now, what is my analysis based on uh, the inflated record? Look at the numbers. The Dallas Cowboys, uh, they didn't have to travel for almost an entire month. 27 days, the Dallas Cowboys played Washington, a bad Washington team. Seattle, a bad Seahawks team. They got a losing record. Philadelphia, a good team at home. All those games, 27 days at home. Dak Prescott has been an absolute stiff on the road, right? And the Cowboys in general, the Cowboys are 1-3 against teams that have a winning record. So they're 1-3, the win was against Philadelphia. They have a point differential of minus 38 in those games against teams that have a winning record. But wait, there's more. How about minus 58 for the Cowboys on the road against such teams? And you continue to break it down. It's just bad. It's bad. Dak Prescott has been... Lights out at home, and on the road, he's been the same old Dak, and it's it's ugly. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Juan Gabriel. Juan Selena. Selena. Celia Cruz. Azúcar. Carol G. La Bichota. Christina Aguilera. Ex-Tina. Just to name a few. We're serving the whole story. From rags to riches. And all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph! Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glazer Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glazer Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glazer Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glazer Podcast. To start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. 
Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Say it ain't so. One of the great historical franchises in American sport has embarrassed themselves a new low. Welcome in the beginning of another hour of the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere. Denizens, as we avoid Gumby Head. That's Iowa Sam. He's Gumby Head. Coast to coast, border to border and beyond, on the vast and excessively powerful microphones of FSR emanating live from the piano, the dueling piano audio bar, as we are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there in unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be a headline uh, this hour from Pro Bouncy Ball Land. And this is the most requested Maller monologue that we have gotten in months. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but occasionally I do check my email. I know I'm very bad about that. If you've sent me email, you know I probably have not been very good at getting back to you. It's a bad job by me. But I opened up my my inbox, and it was one after another. you got to talk about this. You should start the show with this. Forget Monday Night Football. I, said, I, can't, I, can't, say, I can't forget Monday Night Football. That's the biggest story. Football is more you important than basketball. Mail. December basketball game. Nobody cares about December basketball. You've got mail. So anyway, uh, get to the point, please. The Lakers actually did it. They actually did it. Now, I assume you know what I'm talking about, but maybe not. Uh, maybe not. The once- proud, once-decorated Laker franchise. I'm, everyone tells me that, how great they are. They, they do things differently. My entire life I've been told, this is not like the other teams. They don't celebrate faux championships and, and uh, individual things. No, it's all about the team a championship. It's not about a conference championship or division title. That's what those other teams do. We're better than that. We're the effing Lakers. West of the 405 elitist a-holes. That's the Lakers. Okay. All right. Now, do we do we have the audio of the announcement here? The the announcement. The Lakers did it. They unveiled their NBA in season tournament. I say this in air quotes. 
championship banner. <laughs> they did it ahead of the game Monday night. They played the Knickerbockers. Spike Lee was there for the festivities. The Laker players paused their pregame warm-ups for a gala ceremony. It's amazing. We don't have it. They played it on the Jason Smith show a couple hours ago. I think that's why people don't trust the media. So the Jason Smith show had it, but we don't have it. So they were able to play it on this network a few hours ago, but we don't have it. Okay, we don't. That's that's what happens when you have a producer who is a Laker fan. That's what happens. We, we don't have it. Hmm, wonder why. Anyway, all right. You find this. Thing. I guess you'll have to listen to the Jason Smith show to hear the good audio. All right, so the, the Laker players paused oh. their pregame warm, say at a gala ceremony. It lasted about 20 minutes. Uh, prior to the, to the tip-off, it didn't last that long, but it lasted a few minutes. A video tribute featuring highlights of L.A.'s 7-0 run through the tournament. <laughs> they did this! They actually did this! 7-0 run championship banner! Seven-game banner! The Lakers! Ha-ha! So good. <laughs> now, the culmination of the event, we are told, was the faux championship, uh, of course, against the Pacers. And they, they played a video vignette on the the video board there. The black curtain that covered the banner was lowered. Uh, Lawrence Tanter, the great PA guy. Actually, I like. I like Lawrence. I've known him for a long time. And he did the PA uh, as the dusty poster was raised to the rafters at that rat hole in Skid Row. Uh, known as whatever, crypto or whatever it is. But anyway, after the video recap, uh, the uh, trophy was then placed on a table. (laughs) They put the trophy on a table so the players could gather around their little seven-game trophy. Their seven-game trophy. (laughs) And the Laker Laker players stood around their little seven-game trinket that they got. (laughs) Oh, it is so good. All right, so let us discuss. Uh, Give me your thoughts on the Lakers' banner celebration for the in-season tournament. They actually did it! They did it! All right, so I've got Happy Days, Tony Award, and Unleaded Gasoline. And we will combine all of these things together, and we are going to make a a little pop-up trophy, which is what the Lakers are celebrating. This is comedy gold. I thought it was going to be funny. I admit, we did a monologue about this a while back. We talked about the situation. I was like, well, this is like improv, right? This is like, uh, you know, on Melrose at a comedy club on Melrose. Everyone is laughing at the Lakers. I could not be happier today as a Laker hater. This is the greatest day as a Laker hater. Everyone who knows anything about sport and competition knows what a new low this is for the Laker franchise. A seven-game title. They raised a banner. They raised a banner. Seven games. Seven. Seven. Settle down just a little bit. It is appropriate that they ended up losing to a middling Knickerbocker team in the game Monday night, as our old buddy Rasheed Wallace used to say, ball don't lie. That's the basketball gods mocking the Lakers, uh, losing to a Knicks team, which is a second-rate team, 
But for years, I, I can't repeat this enough. My entire life, I've been fed by Laker lap dogs and suck-ups with their Laker purple and gold knee pads on that the Lakers are just cut from a different cloth. They're just better than everyone else. They don't do what these other teams do with their little minor celebrations. No, they're the Lakers. Seven games. Nobody in NBA history has embarrassed themselves more than the Los Angeles Lakers. They're an embarrassment. It was a joke. And, and so you you have nothing. You 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 Lakers suckups have nothing. First of all, your fact that you're supporting LeBron James, who you hated to death, and now you're supporting him—that's a joke on you. LeBron James. But jeez, all that propaganda. We only celebrate championships. We're the Lakers. Liar, liar, ha <laughs> ha! You liars. God, the Lakers have now turned to gimmicks. And happy days are here again. Now, if you know anything about Hollywood, there was an old TV show back in the day called Happy Days. And there is a thing that happened on that show, which any program since then, any event that goes the wrong direction, we reference this thing that happened in Happy Days. It's uh, called Jumping the Shark. And on Monday night, on a random Monday night in December, the Lakers jumped the shark Against the Knickerbockers, they raised a seven-game banner, a seven-effing-game banner, cheapening everything else that they've ever had for that franchise. That is the downfall of the Lakers. Now, it's bad enough that they celebrate championships they didn't win. They've only won 11, right? That's a lot. You should be happy with 11. You didn't win the ones in Minneapolis. The bubble one doesn't count. So you keep counting these faux championships, and now you said, hold my beer to the faux championships because wait a minute here. We're going to celebrate a, a seven-game title. A seven ga- That's it. Seven games. They won seven games, and they celebrated a little, little faux championship. <laughs> oh, so it's so great. The level of embarrassment. It's one thing they celebrate the little Mickey Mouse ring when they had four months off so LeBron could rest his old body and Anthony Davis, the fragile Anthony Davis, could rest up. The weakest, it's not even a legitimate championship, but now this. I mean, this is unbelievable. Un- Kobe Bryant is rolling over in his grave right now. He's spinning like a top thinking about this, the nonsense that, that the Lakers have become. And uh, that's, a, that's an indictment of Jeannie Buss. That's an indictment of the people, Rob Palenka, the people running the franchise. It's an embarrassment. Uh, and uh, it, it really is a sad day. I mean, the death of the, the Lakers, the franchise, seven-game title. Seven-game title. They had a gala ceremony. They raised a banner. They had the little trophy. Seven games. It's not even Christmas. The NBA season doesn't start till Christmas. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it, I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Juan Gabriel. Juan Gis. Selena. Selena. Celia Cruz. Azúcar. 
Carol G. La Bichota. Christina Aguilera. Ex-Tina. Just to name a few. We're serving the whole story. From rags to riches. And all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph! Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Now, <laughs> Mallers Mountain of Money. Lord, that's a lot of money. Do you have what it takes to get to the top? Probably not. On a night many are celebrating, as Alf the Alien Opiner so eloquently said, it's a Christmas miracle. Weed Man Hippie is free. It is a Christmas miracle. It is also time for Maller's Mountain of Money, the Keith Richards edition. He turns eighty. Uh, he turned eighty years old this week. Uh, of course, his lady friends still are in their twenties, but he's uh, he's eighty, so that's good for him. All right, uh, very nice. And let's welcome in our contestants. Who do we have here? We've got Eeny, Meeny, Miny, Mo. Let's say hello to Keith, who's in the Twin Cities. Hello, Keith. Welcome. Hey, how you doing? If I was any better, I'd be Keith Richards. But no, I wouldn't because he's Keith Richards. Uh, what do you got going on there, Keith, in Minnesota? Oh, I was just driving home from work. All right. Very cool. You want to tell the class what kind of work you do? 
the office manager at a strip club. Oh, nice. Wonderful. Not bad. Not bad. All right. We're very big with – we have Strip Club John. I don't know if you've heard his work. He's in Cleveland, and he runs, uh-huh. a, he runs a strip club uh, strip club in Cleveland. So you guys can trade I notes. I have to get connected with that guy. I know. You guys, this should be like a whole underground network. All right, hold on a sec. You're going to play our game, and we have Eeny, Meeny, Miny, Mo. Let's say hello to Mike, who is in the Commonwealth. Hello, Mike. Hey, Ben. How are you doing? Welcome in, Mike. You ready to do this? Oh, yeah, I'm ready. All right. Very good. Hold on a sec. You're going to play our game. And, uh, Mike, tell the class what you're doing, why you're up late listening to the show here or up early. No, I'm, a, I'm up listening to the show most nights. Usually I'm uh, just playing poker online yeah. listening to your show. You do pretty well at that? Yeah. Uh, I won my tournament tonight. All depends on the day. Nice. All right. Well, hold on a sec. And we'll say hello to Keith again. Keith, who do you want to partner up with, Keith? Uh, let's go with Eddie. That's a bad choice. Uh, what about you, Mike? Who do you want to partner up with, Mike? I'll take you, Ben. That's I right. Taken, I, I would have taken Iowa Sam, but last week was uh, not a good show. And- hey, that was my partner's <laughs> fault, not mine. Uh, Guy was slow uh, on the draw. Uh, Iowa Sam has his own uh, technique. He's uh, slow and study. No, uh, uh, my partner his, couldn't uh, get jack squat. All right, Come on, stop it's two-way it. street. You're, you're passing the blame. How dare you? Let's play the game, though. Street. Here we go. Here we go. What are the categories here, Coop? All right, gentlemen, this is Mallard's Mountain of Money, the Keith Richards edition. He turned 80 years old yesterday. Wow. Uh, the categories are painted black, 19th nervous breakdown, you can't always get what you want, and thief in the night. Uh, who was on first, Keith? That would be Keith. Keith, which category would you like? Let's go paint it black. Paint it black. Oh, that's easy. All right. And uh, Mike, which category would you like? Uh, you can't always get what you want. All right. Okay. So Keith and Eddie are up first, right? Yes. Uh, yeah. Yes, sir. Keith and Eddie are up first. The category is painted black. You need the first and last name of the athlete in order to receive points. These athletes all suffered from depression. 45 seconds on the clock. Begin. A uh, famous wrestler, now actor, The Rock. Uh, I'll repeat your question. A uh, famous actor. He was a wrestler. He's called The Rock. Oh, uh, Dwayne Johnson. Quarterback of the Steelers uh, in the 70s, the Blonde Bomber. Uh, the logo in the NBA, Lakers, great. A great executive as well. Oh. Uh, okay, let's skip that one. Uh, Baylor? No. Uh, this guy was a center for the Raiders during the Super Bowl in San Diego. He got uh, he went down to the Mexico, got arrested, uh, was on drugs. Okay, uh, UCLA basketball player, white guy. Um, oh, Ted, job, Eddie. I mean, you're terrible. At this. You yeah. should have had Iowa. Uh, only 30 points. You missed. Uh, you missed Jerry West. Some bad was clues. The, was the, he's the NBA logo, and then that was, that was uh, a really good clue. Terrible. Barrett Robbins was the Raider that uh, missed the Super Bowl or was late. Never heard of him. Yeah. Well, he's a pretty infamous player, so that's a bad job. How old are you, Keith? 45. Yeah, you should know who he is. Never heard of him. All right. Uh, Moving over to Mike and Ben. You guys chose you can't always get what you want. Uh, These athletes all gambled on themselves and lost, uh, at least at one point in their career. 45 seconds on the clock. Begin. All right. Quarterback for the old San Diego Chargers. He wore bolo ties. Uh, yeah, uh, running back for the Steelers. He sat an entire year because in a, a contract squabble. Running back for the Steelers. Uh, pass. All right. Uh, baseball player for the Yankees. All-time longest hitting streak. Jolton. 
Uh, He's with Marilyn Monroe. Okay, uh, NBA player choked out his coach with the Golden State Warriors, P.J. Carlissimo. He was a star player for the Golden State Warriors. Safety for – boy, you're passing a lot. Safety for the Legion of Boom. Bam Bam was his name. Uh, Safety for the Seattle Seahawks when they won the Super Bowl. Oh, pass. White running back for the Redskins <laughs> in the 1980s. <laughs> Holy crap. Got to have a good partner. Did we, did we knock down the stupid tree? You guys got uh, uh, you to go, points. Mike, you are you, Mike, are you so punking me? Mike, are you punking me, Mike? Well, you were punking no, me, right? Usually I do good when I travel at home. These, these are all. <laughs> you, you, you've never one. heard of Jolton Joe DiMaggio? Nah, I have. But you I don't know who Latrell Sprewell is? Le'Veon Bell was the Le'Veon running back Bell? that you uh, Could have said Michigan State running back. You know. John Riggins, the white running back for the Redskins. <laughs> All right. I mean, uh, well, right. you guys are back up again. My oh, boy. God. All right. Uh, Mike, who, who, would you, who, you say? We both suck, so which guy's up? Mike, would you? Uh, no, you, Mike. you are. You only have oh, 10, hey, only have 10 points. No. Uh, Mike, would you like 19th Nervous Breakdown, which is appropriate, and or, or uh, Thief in the Night? Uh, Thief of the Night. Okay. Uh, okay. All right. All right. Uh, Wonderful. Thief of the Night. These players all won MVP over someone more deserving. All right. Hurry up, Chuck. 45 seconds begin. All right. Uh, known as the Mailman for the Utah Jazz. Uh, Stockton. Come on. Come on. All right. A center for the 76ers. He just won the MVP this past year. Joel Embiid. Yes. Uh, there you go. A guard for the Canadian guard for the Suns. Won a, a couple of MVPs. Yes. Uh, I guess you know basketball. MVP for the Chicago Bulls. His last his last name is a flower. Uh, what else do we have? Yes. Uh, MVP for the Raiders, the old Oakland Raiders. He won the MVP. He's on television at CBS now. Uh, okay. Third baseman for the 1980s St. Louis Cardinals, kind of a rotund guy, African American. Uh, yeah. Camp Blank. Mm. Yeah, all right. All right not better. bad. Yeah. Better, at least. Um, you missed uh, Rich Gannon, was the Raiders quarterback. Yeah. Terry Pendleton. 110 points. All I right. Like 19th nervous breakdown. These athletes true. all wore or wear number 19. Good luck. 45 seconds begin. Uh, the famous quarterback for the Baltimore Colts had a flat top, high top shoes. Johnny United. Yes. Uh, one wow. of the greatest hitters of all time, San Diego Padre, passed away. Outfielder. Yes. Um, he was a Bambi, wide receiver for the Chargers back in the day. White no, guy. No chance. Okay, famous New York Nick. He, he came in in the final. He was injured. He only scored no, like two no points. Chance. No chance. Uh, but he's always famous for somebody coming in who's hurt. Oh, ben Lewis. Lewis. He said Willis no, Reed. He, didn't he say. said Willis Reed. He said it. He we hit the tape. We didn't hit the tape. It doesn't count. There's a commercial play. The machine. There's a commercial. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. He's back. Welcome in the beginning of another hour of the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere as we crowd around. Frozen in time, coast to coast, border to border, and beyond on the vast and imposingly powerful, even big in Nigeria, microphones of FSR emanating live from the yard, the graveyard shift. We are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, 
and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. As we begin anew this hour, later on, we will have too much or not enough. And also later this hour, the Iowa Minute with Iowa Sam. We'll have the Maller Riddle of the Day, all that coming up later on in the hour. And if you missed earlier on, we do have the podcast that will be up. You can follow the Maller Show podcast and catch up on what you missed. But we told the story of an amazingly kind gesture from one of our listeners who lost his father, Femi, uh, who was back in Nigeria there for his father's, uh, his father's uh, celebration of life. And uh, the uh, friends and co-workers, uh, family there, walking around with a poster for our show uh, in Nigeria. And there are photos. It's, uh, it's rather wild. It's rather wild. So do check that out if you get a chance. And I'll make sure to post that later today on Instagram and Facebook. It is available right now, though, on X. Our lead coming from Pro Bouncy Ball, the big return. It's being dubbed the big return. Did, did you see this? No, the Grizzlies gun-toting guard John Morant made a triumphant regular season debut right out of Hollywood like it was written. No one's ever accused the NBA of writing storylines. But John Morant served a 25-game suspension for conduct detrimental to the league for flashing a gun at shotgun willies and then mocking the NBA and then uh, making another post that got him in trouble there. But he played the role of hero. And you see, John Morant hit a buzzer-beating game winner against the New Orleans basketball team. He had a 34-point night, eight assists, six rebounds, shot 12 of 24 floor in 35 minutes. The Pelicans led this game by as many as 24 points. They had a 10-point lead in the fourth quarter. But John Morant and his running mate, Jaron Jackson, Jr., each had 14 in the final period. And we mentioned John Morant, the game-winning shot, so they get the win. The question, has Grizzlies star John Morant learned his lesson? I am shaking my head no. I am shaking my head no. I've got principal's office, hamburger helper, and garden I've got all of these things. We're going to mix them together, and we're going to put together another suspension is what we're going to put together. Now, why are we going to put together another suspension? Because that ultimately is what's going to end up happening here. And my main piece of evidence, now it's not just that John Morant's a repeat offender, that he's shooting from the hip on social media, social media blunders galore. Now, I... I'll concede, listen, the guy's a heck of a ball player, and that's why the Grizzlies are putting up with this. If he couldn't play, he wouldn't be in the NBA. But he's good. And so when you're good, people look the other way. It's it's in any business. I do radio, and I've worked with people that were, uh, let's just say, um, self, they they were self-destructive. They did things that hurt themselves and other people, and they kept their jobs because they got ratings. And they were popular, and people looked the other way. But he talks the talk, John Morant, but doesn't necessarily walk the walk. Seeing is believing. But the main piece of evidence is John Morant yelling as he was walking in the bowels of the arena in the bayou about keeping receipts. He's walking off the court. So who exactly is John Morant keeping receipts of? Uh, Serious question. 
Because when I look at it, the one that got him in trouble was the man in the mirror. So is he like checking out the mirrors? And I'm keeping the receipts. Who bought this mirror? I don't like the mirror. I'm not happy with the mirror. What receipts is he talking about? Like, uh, and the idea that he's gonna, you know, that, that was the first game back, right? You think, oh, all right, I'll be, uh, I'll be good for a couple of games. I won't do anything to rock the boat. But Jaw is visiting the Stubborn Mule Sports Bar, uh, and we would be surprised if we do not do another mile of monologue within the next year and a half, where he is in the principal's office, that he will be there in the principal's office, called on to the carpet sooner than later, and. Here's why. I've heard nothing to indicate that he has changed his ways. He's still surrounded by the same knuckleheads that have helped lead him down the garden path and the amen corner of hangers-on, people riding his coattails, living the baller life. And Jaw does appear to like doing cosplay. He likes to pretend he's a gangster. And I remember Shannon Sharp ranting about this, and others have pointed out how silly this is. Uh, but I don't see him changing despite the 25-game suspension and all that. And it's hardly punishment. Like, there were rumors the NBA was going to suspend him indefinitely like they did Draymond Green, that he would be out for the entire year. But he rubbed his nose in Adam Silver and the dum-dums at the NBA who signed off on the initial punishment. Now, the initial punishment was some next-level wackadoodle a quackery, some medical quackery in some therapy. Uh, we, we looked it up. I forget what it is right now, but it was just ridiculous. Like it was, it had been proven to be bogus. And the NBA is like, okay, he's going to go to this therapy. Uh, therapy for posting guns on Instagram from nudie bars. Uh, good luck on that. But Adam Silver showed in that case he's gutless, meekly handing out a 25-game player, which is actually more of a reward than a punishment because NBA players hate playing early season games, the good ones. They don't like it. The NBA admits that. They have this Fugazi play, uh, this in-season tournament here, this play tournament where they have to you know, give out a, a, a banner, and the Lakers actually hung one. And they, they, they have to reward the players with extra money, even though they're already paid to play in the games, they have to give them extra money to motivate them. And so John Morant, you know, he, he's like, I don't care. And rest up, load management and all that. That's a reward. That's not a punishment. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? 
facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast. To to start listening.